Welcome to the Savannah Irish Festival podcast. Being Irish in Savannah is more than just luck. It's woven into the fabric of this magical city. It's more than just a celebration. It's culture and community. Now sit back, enjoy the crack, and be sure to follow along all season at savannahirishfest.com. We are here today with the Savannah GAA, the Community Culture and Crack. And the Crack. (laughs) Y'all know this is going to be a good one. Let's have some introductions. Dara, why don't you go first? Yes, ma'am. Yep, so I'm Dara Blennerhassett. I'm the coach of the Savannah Gaelic Athletic Association here in Savannah, Georgia. I moved here about four years ago with my wife, Abby. We've now got a young baby called Declan, who runs around the pitches carrying our hurls and helmets. Um, yeah, we actually, um, I only really started picking up playing competitive GAA again when we moved to Savannah, when we started this team. I haven't played since I was a kid back in Ireland. Um, and so we're just delighted to be able to bring the GAA to the low country. My name is Tabitha Daly. Um, I first learned of the sport two years ago, which is when I first joined the sport. I had never even seen, you know, the equipment we use, the Hurley and the Schlitter, until day one of practice. And that happened because my brother's like, you would like this. I just completely trusted him and came out to the pitch and (laughs) learned it was called a pitch and not a field (laughs) and started playing. I've now been with the team for about two years and um, the secretary for the team and just love it. Awesome. I would say Tabitha is far more than the secretary. She is, <laughs> does a little bit of everybody's job. Um, I'm um, Caleb Harkle Road. Uh, I'm the current chairman of Savannah GAA. Um, yeah, and so my connection to GAA is um, when I was in the seminary, I was um, taking my days off with uh, a priest friend in Columbus, Father Dan O'Connell from Cork. And so on Sunday afternoons, we would uh, celebrate Mass. We would go to a pub in Columbus owned by a Cork family. And then we would go back to the rectory and watch JA. <laughs> and that's where I kind of fell in love with it. So, um, uh, yeah, that's kind of when we uh, the stars aligned for us and we were able to, to, to put a club together and we've been trucking away for three years now. Awesome. I think my first, well, I named my first experience at GAA. Uh, I am not a member of the team. I used to be. I love it. I just didn't have time. I was in Ireland in 2016 and I ended up at the finals and I had no idea what I was watching. So Caleb saw it on my Facebook page and was like, oh, you're at da 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 And I'm like, I don't know what I'm at. (laughs) I think that's about right, it's, isn't it? Yeah, it's how it yeah. Is, yeah. So for those that do not know what the GAA is, um, why don't you talk about what GAA stands for and what it is? Yeah, so GAA is the Gaelic Athletic Association. So it's the that's the national sport of Ireland. Um, so there's actually four sports within covering the GAA. There's Gaelic football, which is played with the ball, kind of lo- looks like a bit like a soccer ball, but it's a bit heavier. Um, then we have hurling, which is played with these hurls, these long ash sticks, uh, which are flat on one end. We play with a ball similar to baseball. 
And those are both field sports where they're set out what look like American football uprights with soccer goals underneath. The pitches are 150 yards long, 95 yards wide. And it's a team sport where you're trying to make your way from one end of the field to the other and score on those goals. So you, if you can kick the, the ball in Gaelic football over the bar, it's one point. Or if you can poke the slitter, like the baseball, over the bar, it's one point. Or if you can kick them into the goals or hit them into the goals, it's three points. So there's, in Ireland, there's 15 on each, on each side because it's obviously a huge pitch. Here in America, despite the amount of space that we have, there's not uh, any Gaelic football fields. So we'll play on rugby pitches or soccer pitches or American football fields or wherever we can find a spare spot. And we'll play like 11s, maybe play nines. And uh, yeah, and the other two sports are, are handball. And then also um, hurling is, is split up into two sports. One is hurling, which is a male, the male side. And then camogie is the exact same sport, but played with uh, females only. Now for us, for our team, and in the Southeast division, when we play friendly scrimmages and yeah. on our team, we, we play co-ed, we play mixed. And so we have women and men playing on the same team. Um, and so, you know, the ambition is always to have full camogie matches and at several tournaments we go to, we do have full camogie matches, but where we, uh, where we don't have a full 10 or 12 women on each team, we'll mix in. Very good. And Tabs, you played camogie and you enjoyed the sport. Yes. And I mean, what do you wish? Just like more women would come and, and sign up and play? And Oh, definitely. It's always... Um it's great to have the camaraderie of other women playing. Um, when we first, when I first joined the team, about half the team was women. Um, a lot of them have since moved on, actually just moved. Savannah seems to be a bit of a transient town. Um, but yeah, now when we go to tournaments or have games, what we find is there's a couple of women on all the teams. And after all the teams play, then there's a, a women's match or a Kamogi match only for all the women on all the teams mix and make two teams and play then and those those are actually my favorite games because you get to play with people more like you (laughs) (laughs) the lack of better words um it's still loads of fun to play with the men and i definitely think my skills advanced really quickly because of that but um she's being modest (laughs) she's she's consistently better than most of the men on our team yes (laughs) i believe that Tabs, you're, you've always been like such an important part of the team, I think. And even though I'm no longer a part of it, I see it. And I think that, you know, every woman should come out and talk to you and see about joining the team and growing the GA here in Savannah and, and just get more women involved. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I'm very, <laughs> very much would welcome that. Um, yeah. And I mean, I guess to give an idea of like, so when I joined, I didn't know anything. So you can really, one of the cool things about our team is you, there's people that have played for years and people that, you know, the first time they're playing is the first practice they show up at, which was me. So it's very accessible no matter where you're at and including age. Like we've had people in their low 20s play up until, geez. Mid 50s. Yeah. We played against, we played against guys in Orlando that are in their 60s. Yeah. Damn fine hurdlers. Yeah, and I personally am 38, so I'm not like super young woman out there playing, but it's still accessible and fun and I, a lot of crack. <laughs> yeah, hurling's a really, it's such a unique sport that 
you know, once people see it when we play around in Foresight, they stop by because it's just very obscure. It's very odd. You know, Americans aren't used to seeing people running around with big ash sticks with helmets on and chasing a, a baseball around the field. And so, like, it's one of the most skillful sports in the world and it's the fastest sport on grass in the world. And um, it's one of the oldest sports in the world as well. And so it has, you know, it's been around for over 3000 years. And, you know, there's a there's a reason that it's so popular in Ireland. It is the, you know, the GAA is really the, the heart and soul of Irish culture, especially in small towns, counties. It's really what keeps everybody together. It's the only the, the way to think about the GAA in Ireland is kind of like even though those programs about Texas football, like Friday Night Lights or whatever, like that's what it's like. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, anytime anyone stops by, and this is why hurling and Gaelic football is great for Americans because they're so much better at coming up and just saying, oh my God, what is the sport? And they come over and we're like, oh, it's hurling, it's Irish. And they're like, ah, I'm 164th Irish. <laughs> and you're like, great, pick up Ireland. <laughs> and then suddenly they come down and the, the amount of players that we have that are still playing because they just what, like her brother for example right exactly that's what i was thinking yeah we were just we were putting the ball around one of our first practices and johnny's jogging around the park topless with a big belly out <laughs> <laughs> and he comes over he was like oh you guys have a hurling team and so i'm sure and like shows up the next week with his own helmet his own hurl everything oh jeez and then <laughs> yeah. tabitha moves to town a year later and tabitha becomes our star player and johnny's like no oh, Hurling was my thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, I knew, like, in the beginning, um, y'all had made some songs. You know, yeah. we're playing hurling. And, Caleb, you made a song, and then you made a post. And what happened? So, yeah, we got the there's, – there's a group called – or a, a site called Play Hurling, and it's a guy named um, David Wogan out in L.A. I believe L.A. Um, but uh, has done a great job at giving new clubs um, resources to promote the game of hurling. And so he has a sign and you can just put, you just, the, the template is free. You put your logo on it. We're playing hurling. It's 3000 years old. It's something, you know, Irish national sport or whatever. Just a few clips so people could walk by and see what we're doing. And, um, the cousin, a very Irish story, the cousin of a writer for the independent was here in Savannah and he snapped a picture of it and we went viral on Irish Twitter. Um, and, uh, from that, uh, we had a big write up, um, in the end, was it independent? Was yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. Um, Owen Butler. Yeah. About, uh, Savannah GAA. Um, and I think the, the great thing about that was that the, the sports, the, the, the hurling and the football was ancillary to what our club actually is. Um, so you get into the community part of it. Like it was all about the community mm-hmm. and that we built, you know, I remember we had some people in our club who have since moved to Ireland but told us that the GA was the best thing that ever happened to them. Like best thing to come out of COVID was GA. And it was just, just it's become, uh, I mean, it's a second family, you know, maybe even a primary family for people like, yeah. um, and, and so it's, it's been, it's just been absolute. Like, I mean, so we love Harlan, we love Gaelic football, but like what I can say is when you become a part of our group, you join our club, like it's an instant strong like family bond with the people you play with even just after a practice like i mean it's just it's it's kind of infectious it is 100 percent. so when and how was the gaa founded in savannah because this is a great story yes so um it was i had had 
Oh, the pints. Come, yeah, well, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Oh, story here. We drank all the beer out of Savannah. <laughs> um, so I uh, had a house concert at my house, and there was um, a gentleman there from Dublin uh, coming, and you, Tara, introduced us. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, he was a dub, so big into the Gaelic football. And uh, so I said, oh, I've always wanted to start a GAA team here. And he, so he was, oh, let's do it. Let's do it. So that was on uh, Sunday, maybe the following week. I met Dara at an Ancient Order Hibernians meeting. I heard the accent and I said, we're going to start a uh, GAA club. Do you want to do that? And he said, oh, that'd be a laugh. Sure. <laughs> and so um, so I got him. We got him on board. You were already on board. Uh, and then we met you. You, you met Damien. And Gina at the yeah. Irish Festival that day because he was in the dub. You were both in dubs tops. Yeah, I was supposed to be going over to meet you and so I yes. hadn't met Niall yet. Yeah, and yeah. so you said, "I'll oh, go to the Irish Festival, wear a Dublin jersey. Your man Niall's going to be there." And so I did. I was on the way back to drag Abby kicking and screaming because she was looking at the shops or doing whatever, and like <laughs> she was like, "Do we have to go to the Irish Festival?" And I was like, "Listen, we've been here for a year. We need friends. <laughs> All right, <laughs> we're going to the Irish Festival." <laughs> Yeah. So that's what we did. We, we walked in and uh, I was walking around and couldn't couldn't find you, couldn't find Niall. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I was wearing the Dublin jersey and I walked, I was trundling around and then I hear at the corner behind me, he goes like, Jesus, are you from Dublin? That's that Damien. <laughs> and I was like, I am. He goes, I thought I was the only one. <laughs> I was like, are you Niall? He goes, no. And then, yeah, so I was like three o'clock in the afternoon. I think we might have gone back to like drop our bags off before we came back down to. Yes, the session at Billy's the place. The session at Billy's place. And so I came to the session and I met Damo or Damien, who I had not met yet. And then. Um, well, then when you met Damien, he was singing. Oh, yeah. I walked in. I had talked to this guy for a little bit. You introduced us. Yeah. And we started talking about like some, I don't know, like uh, Irish politics or something. And he was like, why do you know? All, what? Who are you? <laughs> so I introduced my, you know, we chit chatting away. And um, and uh, he's like, all right, geez, I'm going to go to the Jacks. I'll be back. And he got back. And uh, then somehow he was in the middle of the session with a guitar in hand and a piano accompaniment. And all these Strat players, and he just belted out this version of Summer in Dublin like a rock star, like it was mm-hmm. planned. And I was like, who okay, is who, this who guy? are you? Who are you? <laughs> I'm Damien. <laughs> and, um, and, and, um, and then, you know, they, they came in and, and, and the next, that was on a Saturday night, the next Tuesday or Wednesday, we had our, the meeting where we were founded. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, there were nine of us total, you know, yeah. founded the club. <laughs> but it was great because, you know, some of the best ideas come from when you've had all the beer in Savannah. And that's kind of what happened. We were at Billy's place and yep. we were all pretty talked and we 4, decided to yep. do it. Great and times. sure enough, like Caleb said, following Tuesday and Wednesday, we were at O'Connell's and Caleb was elected chairman and he has done a phenomenal job with his club in the last three years. 
So well, I can't give the job away now. Nobody. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I try, try, every, try every week. Nobody wants it. But uh, well, you know, if you'd start doing the job, we, can we keep pressing on anyway? <laughs> like I said, Tabitha it. does all the work. Yeah, so it's, well, it's no, no big deal. I mean, it is what it is. Um, and you know, you you founded the team in 2020 in February of 2020, and then like we were we were on a roll. We had yeah. the session at O'Connell's. We yeah. invited everybody. We had such a great time, and then the we world it. stopped. Yeah, we did the introduction to Gaelic Games. Yeah, we had, Peter, yeah. The Apostle we had School. we had that event, and then we had a, kind of like a Kaylee or session at um, O'Connell's, and we probably had sixty five people in there, and we kind of introduced ourselves to the community, and uh, and then I remember sitting in O'Connell's. I mean, we were we were. I mean, we could not be stopped. We mm-hmm. were, I mean, we had just been founded. We had, we were having, we had probably 30 people, I'd say at this intro to Gaelic games event, we, we were like, Oh, we're going to, we're it. We're, we're, we're club, club done. Yeah. We're yeah. yeah check. Done. done. It's internationals. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> and, uh, and then I remember the next thing sitting in O'Connell's on March. There was a trend. <laughs> 17th. Yep. Or six, sixteenth, or seventeenth. It was the thirteenth. Okay. And I just remember that because I had just gotten back from Baton Rouge. Yeah. Yeah. And, and there was there was going to be no parade. There was going to be yeah. nothing at all. We didn't know what was going to happen. And we're like, well, Dara, Dara said, well, I always said it would take an act of God to stop us, and here we are. <laughs> yeah. Here we are. Don't tease God. <laughs> yeah. And you um, look like damn fools. But uh, I mean, so we didn't do really anything you know, until June, you know, and we finally just said, listen, we're going to go to the park. We're going to just hit the ball around. I think we're all half crazy at that stage being locked up for so mm-hmm. long. And that's what we did. We just went, me, you and Damo started, we go into O'Connell's or uh, you see where my mind is. <laughs> we're going to Forsyth Park and um, just hitting the ball around, kicking the ball around. And that's sort of how we grew it. We just did that on pick today and went now we do it every week. And yeah. More people show up. And it's great. Yeah. Now it's every, every Thursday, 6.30, yep. Forsyth Park. You'll see it's either in front of the basketball courts or in front of the tennis courts. We'll be doing either hurling or we'll do Gaelic football or sometimes in the one session we might do both. Then we'll try on a Saturday or a Sunday. We'll try and do a game. If we play football, we'll try and play in Forsyth because more people can see us, more people can access, people want to join in. Like, you don't need to be a member of the club if you want to just come and join and try it out, check it out, no problem. Mm-hmm. We have all the equipment, all the gear. Um, obviously, I will show you the rules. You know, I'll set people off on a game or a drill or whatever. I always try and make sure that anyone that's new understands what the rules are. There's only three or four of them. It's not that hard. And then you just throw a bib on, you get get involved. Um, if we do hurling games, we'll usually go up to Daffin Park because there's a bit more space there. And you can, you know... And you'll see it when you when you try it out. Like you can hit the ball a long way if you yeah. if you strike clean, and uh, it's one of the most satisfying things. Now it's equally one of the most annoying things if you get it wrong, <laughs> but it can be. It's a yeah, it's great. So yeah, six thirty on a Thursday. Um, usually we'll have maybe a few beers after. Usually you can see where we are on Instagram or Facebook, um, whether it be a, you know whether we're just doing a social sure. or practicing or training or whatnot. Meet up. Yeah. As well. Yeah. Well, at the end of this, we'll definitely get your Facebook and your website. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so, yeah. 
one thing I forgot to mention too, um, another fortuitous moment at O'Connell's. So right when we were getting founded, um, you know, there's always like, okay, all right. Um, we need all these things. Here's what we're going to do. Who's going to pay for this? You know? And so at the time, um, we got very lucky, uh, because there was a new beer being launched in, um, Savannah. Savannah. And it was launching at O'Connell's and it was Sullivan's uh, Brewing Company, <clears throat> which this I'm, fine beverage that I'm drinking right now. Oh, well, join me. Yeah, can't let Dara have all the fun. Yeah. Slauncher. Yeah. So um, he was um, a guy named Michael Mead and Alan Smittick um, of the Smittick family. Um, they were launching this beer in Savannah and we got to talking to him at their opening event at O'Connell's and he had actually sponsored some GA clubs in the Midwest and the Northeast and um, graciously offered to, to sponsor us as well as a new club and um, has just been a great partner. And um, we were in Ireland last summer. Was it last summer? It was last summer, yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, we were, um, they rolled out the red carpet for us in Kilkenny. And um, I, I don't know actually if there is any Sullivan's beer left in Kilkenny after our <laughs> trip. Um but uh, let me tell you, they rolled out the red carpet. Their their brewery, their tap room, their tasting room, the, their lovely beer garden out the back of the brewery, and uh, they just were were so kind to us. Um, and they continue to sponsor us. Again, you'll see them on the front of these new jerseys here that we just rolled out last week. Awesome. Um, so they've been a wonderful, wonderful partner. So our uh, hydration is always sponsored by Sullivan's. <laughs> Sullivan's is a great beer. And if oh, yeah. you've not ever had it, please, please go check it out. They're in um, O'Connell's for sure. I think Repel 33 has the, mm-hmm. yep. um, the, the stout. The stout. Yeah. Fantastic beer. Picked up these um, guys from Johnny Gunnams as well. Yep. So let's go back and we talk about um, your tagline, quote mm-hmm. unquote, is community culture and crack. Tell us what that means to you guys. I think you touched on it just a little bit, but we don't want the DA to come and think we're selling crack cocaine. Right. So um, the most important thing that we do, do you want to talk about this? Community? Yeah. Hit me. <laughs> yeah, the most important thing we do is community. <laughs> so um, a bit so what Caleb was speaking about before and that it's like a second family. Like that's exactly what it was to me when I came down because um, I didn't, I, I, I just moved to Savannah. And within 24 hours, I was playing my first game and all of a sudden, well, not first game, sorry. I was at my first practice and all of a sudden I had like 20 friends and I was in this group text chat and when things would happen, I was welcome and invited and I started going out and doing all these different events that the team put on together just sort of as a friend group, right? And I ended up motorbiking around Savannah to, you know, Wormslow and getting to know the community that way through the community of the GAA. And I started having all these connections. Like I'd say all my jobs in Savannah, because when I moved down, um, it was because I lost my job in Massachusetts because of COVID. So I was like, oh, I can do whatever. And my brother's like, ooh, come here. And I was like, okay. Um, I didn't have a job. And through knowing people on the team, I, I gradually got different jobs that, you know, I've been cycling through different People on the team getting new jobs here and there. I've, <laughs> I've, been a, I've been a bartender <laughs> through one friend. I've been um, a mover through another friend. And now I have my current stable job <laughs> through another member on the team. <laughs> so 
<laughs> there's one another added uh, perk of me on the team. But um, yeah, so I guess that's my experience of being on the team. It's, it literally is my Savannah family and what comes first. And like, um, I've now been to three different weddings of <laughs> people that on the team have gotten married and it, you know, or the team tends to be, you know, pretty close friends with each other. So we invite each other to our weddings. I have not been married, but <laughs> I have been to both Dara and Caleb's weddings. Um, and, you know, Dara's um, child was born within the tenure of being on the team. So Declan is basically the prince of... He's the GA baby. Yeah, he's the baby. Currently. And, yeah, and everybody's yeah. his, like, aunt and uncle. And it's a very lovely, yeah. super wonderful environment for a child to be in oh, <laughs> everybody's yeah. watching it's, out it's for a, like yeah well because we you know so my my wife's from england and so we don't i'm we don't married that. Yeah, <laughs> the only still way, love her the only way we'll infiltrate mi5 <laughs> 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 uh, so it's uh you know like her family are back in england my family are back in ireland and you know the gaa the team here you know so we ended up having to get married because of a, her visa got pulled and she was like eight months pregnant with Declan at the time. We were already engaged. We were due to get married in Ireland last summer. But, uh, you know, we wanted to, we needed to to get married. So she got my health insurance. So in case she had the baby, blah, 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 blah. And so we got notice on a Monday, decided to get married on a Tuesday. And so we just sent a text into the GAA group. It was like, hey, anyone want to come to a wedding tomorrow? <laughs> and we had 25 people show up to, we got married in Whitfield Square, sure, Caleb, the chairman, married us <laughs> and uh, also supplied the rings. So I'm sure he, so he didn't do it for free. That's <laughs> all I'm saying. And, but like, you know, it's, that was, that was the, a real part of the community. And that's what, one of the things that Owen Butler uh, wrote in his article in the Irish, uh, the independent even was that like, you know, it is like our family, it's our family away from home, you know, cause it takes us a long time to get back over to Europe. And so having everybody around us is, is great. And like, so when new people come in, we always have new people join every different every practice, yeah. and you know everyone's always welcome for a beer and this that and the other. And there's you know if we have a playing group of probably thirty people, you know at each practice we might have somewhere between eight and eighteen, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. there are always a good few steady stalwarts, and there's always new people that are coming in and coming out, and like you know. Everyone has a everyone has a place. It's not some like tight knit clique or anything like that. You know, there's we're always adding new people in and out, and people move on, right? So we've we've fostered a load of new players to different clubs as well. Like there's loads of people that have left yeah. the GA and gone to join different clubs all around the southeast division. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, it's great. It's, it, it's everything happens very organically. There's mm-hmm. nothing we try to force nothing in Spanish GA because like. I wonder if that's part of the Irish culture as well, right? So we've culture and community in the crack and the culture and the crack are kind of pretty much the, yeah. pretty much the same thing. <laughs> pretty much the same. It's, you know, it's just about being relaxed about what you're trying to do. You know, you're, we, we play sports to enjoy ourselves, right? When we're playing in, in tournaments or in competition, yeah, we take it seriously. Like we're, we're here to win. Um, but we're also here to have, have the crack, right? Sure. Have a bit of fun. You know, you're out there with your mates. You know, everyone is over 20 for the most part. We have a few good 16, 17 year olds that have come and played with us as well. We let them do all the running. And then, you know, it's it's just about going out there and enjoying yourself. You know, it's one of the things about uh, America that's different to Europe is that like, 
when you leave college, you don't really have that club sports team environment where it's like pub league, where you're just going out and all different shapes, sizes, skill levels, taking the field together, learning together, winning together, losing together. And, you know, there's no hard for you know, celebrate the highs and just have a few cans during the lows. There you go. <laughs> there you go. So the GAA has grown a lot since you were founded. And Caleb, I think that you have spearheaded that beautifully. You have grown grown the team a lot. And um, how many people on the roster do you currently have? Dues paying members, we have, I want to say, between 30 and 35. Okay. Um, which, you know, we have ticked up every year that we uh, have been in existence. We're experiencing a great bit of growth right now. We have, a, we have some really lovely new players um and uh they're they're very competitive they're very competitive and i will say all of them picked it up very very quick and have become key players very quickly um and they're you know so a lot of them this was their first tournament um and uh just it's always great to see someone go through their first tournament Mm -hmm. like you know the just the thrill of like competing with your team for the first time and and then just at the afters, you know, letting them experience like just everybody's here for, you know, a bit of fun. Sure. Um, that was, that's been really, um, really great to, to see. And um, yeah, I mean, we're, we're trucking along. I mean, I think it doesn't take much for people to get hooked on our club, you know, because like Tabitha said, and like Dara said, like we're, it's, 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 a, it's an instant group of friends. Like, and we, we, uh, the GA's tagline is where we all belong, right? So, um, and that's our motto too. Like we, whatever, no skill level, highest skill level, great. Fit, great. You want to get fit, perfect, good. Like, I mean, listen, like we're all here. We're all, we're all just trying to to enjoy ourselves and learn a new sport. And, mm-hmm. Be yes. social and yeah, be friends. Exactly. That's yeah, exactly. That's yeah. it. Listen, everyone can't play ultimate frisbee, all right? <laughs> so <laughs> much. So the people have got to come play hurling. Yeah. That's right. Challenge yourselves, guys. Yes. Challenge yourselves. Yes. Now, for those of you that have not put it together, Caleb Harkelrode is the vice president of Harkelrode Jewelers. Huh? I'm going to give you a shameless plug, so Thank go you. ahead. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, we are the official ring sponsor of uh, the Spanish GAA. Uh, <laughs> There's uh, four engagement rings. Yeah. <laughs> my latest, latest kind that Caleb has sold to our so, team. So uh, please continue to come by your rings here so I can leave early on Thursdays and go play GAA. <laughs> <laughs> and you've also designed the Grand Marshals ring for how many years? Uh, this is the, this will be the f- fifth year we've done it this coming year. Yeah. yeah. And you're a locally owned and operated business? We are. 37 years old. Um, kind of full service retail, jewelry store, appraisals, repair, custom, you name it, we do it. So Very good. Mm-hmm. There you go. Plug. Thank you so much. You're Checks welcome. in the mail. Perfect. <laughs> Y'all mentioned how you had the opportunity to go to Ireland last summer. Tell us what that meant to the team and what all did you learn and accomplish while you were there? You'll get the answer to that question and all of the colorful details on part two of the Savannah GAA episode. The club goes to Ireland. That's coming up next. Thanks for listening to the Savannah Irish Festival podcast. Do us a favor and share this episode with a friend. Message us on Instagram at Savannah underscore Irish underscore festival. 
Big thanks to Victory North, a fusion of history and modern elegance designed within the walls of a century-old ice factory. Victory North stands as a testament to the timeless beauty of Savannah. From sold-out concerts to intimate gatherings and grand celebrations, Victory North offers the perfect canvas for unforgettable occasions. The venue serves as a blank canvas, inviting clients to transform it into their dream space. So step into history and dream up your future. Find more details at VictoryNorthSavannah.com. That's VictoryNorthSavannah.com. Don't forget, events kick off September 6th with a ribbon cutting at Victory North. The Savannah Irish Festival will be Saturday, February 10th at Victory North with the official start to the Irish season in Savannah. And of course, the 2024 St. Patrick's Day Parade, Saturday, March 16th. The Savannah Irish Festival is made up of multiple Irish societies and organizations in the Savannah area. For a full list, go to savannahirishfest.com. That's savannahirishfest.com. And like Dory says, here in Savannah, St. Patrick's isn't just a day, it's a whole season.